this is Stacy with Stranger Stopping Strangers. Hey, welcome back to everyone who's returning and a huge welcome to everyone who's new today. Uh, so today's the fourth podcast. Uh, this has been so much fun. I've been averaging once a week, and really, I could do this every day if it wasn't for the full-time job. Two kids and three dogs. But so much fun. So many people that I want to talk to that have been open to it. So, um, so yeah, the pipeline's full, and uh, it's all good. Today's guest is actually the first true stranger that stopped a stranger to shake their hands, and we're all playing in the heart of Gold Band. Sam and I met at the end of the night in Charlotte, North Carolina at the Dead & Company shows. And he told me and my friend Aaron some pretty outrageous stories. So I grabbed his number and here we are. Enjoy our podcast with Sam, who is hailing from Virginia, but really to me seems to be a man of, uh, of the world. So I'm going to welcome Sam and we're going to play some songs. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining me at Strangers Stopping Strangers. Oh, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So you are really the first stranger. You're the first person that I met for this podcast just out of nowhere with no one in no one in touch live at the show. So this is awesome. This is what it's about. Well, you're a very easy person to meet, you know. When we saw you guys and we were going back to our room and I don't know, you're very, very approachable and easy to talk to. And, you know, after a Grateful Dead concert, you guys want to stop and talk to some new people, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to ask you, tell me, we've talked a little bit about it, but I want I want all of our listeners to hear, tell me about the experience that just first got you turned on to the music. Hmm. Well, originally in the 90s, I, I kind of caught the like the very end of the wave at the Grateful Dead. I didn't get to go into a show until 94, um, but I was into the rave scene. I was a really big raver kid. You know, I lived in Dallas and worked at a rave club for a little while, and then, you know, I would go all over the country for rave, and there was a rave in the, in the parking lot of a Grateful Dead concert in um, D.C. at RFK Stadium, and one of my favorite DJs from Philly was there, so I went. And I had never been to a Grateful Dead concert, and it was much cooler than a rave, even though it was awesome, and I still love raves, but I was blown away by the amount of people and everything that was going on. So I started uh, going to Grateful Dead shows, and I went to about six or seven before I even attempted to go in, because I had never even heard the Grateful Dead, honestly. I'd never listened to them. I had no clue what they were. Um, the first show that I went into, you know, I would have probably never went in, but people, you know, my friends that were deadheads, you know, they were saying, you really need to go in and start listening to this music. So I did go in with them one night, and, you know, I didn't know any of the music, so I wasn't really familiar with anything. I do remember they played Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, which I knew, um, and they played Gloria. I knew that as yeah. well, because of those songs are, you know, well-known. Um, but the thing that really, you know, that, that hit me about that show that kind of really made me the most interested in The Grateful Dead was they played Comes a Time. And when they played that, there were several girls around me that I had been dancing with and around, and they started crying, and they were wow. intently, you know, like the emotion that were that was pouring out of these girls that were beside me, you know, and I was, I, I just I was caught off guard. 
I didn't, you know, know the, understand the significance of the song or what type of relation that these girls may have had with the song, but just the fact that it affected them that way, you know, made me very curious. You know, I wanted to know, like, what are, what is it, what are these guys talking about? You know, there was yeah. that. And, and I remember Jerry Garcia, I couldn't really even understand a lot of things he was saying, but he had a, a black t-shirt on and I remember him having this long white hair. So it had, it gave the appearance of like this floating head, kind of like a bust of, uh, George Washington or something, you know, or, or an old Roman god. Cause that's all I could really yeah. see was his head and his long white hair. And the way he was playing and singing that song and the effect that it had on that crowd, you know, it got me, I started some, I borrowed some tapes and I, that's how I, you know, back then it was just tapes. So I'd try to figure out songs and write down on the covers, you know, what I thought the songs were. I was wrong most of the time because I didn't know the dead. But um, that's pretty much how I got into the dead. That was in 90, that was in 94. And mm-hmm. I've pretty much dedicated every free day I've had or time that I've had in my life to going to Grateful Dead concerts since then. That's awesome. Well, I am going to go and play a song to bring you back to that time. It's not going to bring you back to that specific concert, but I did find a killer version that is in October October 19, 1971, and this is in Minnesota. So nice. we are going to listen to that, and, uh, yeah, there's nothing more like the music to, you know, to bring you home and bring you there. So, everyone, uh, let's, enjoy, let's enjoy Comes a Time. Comes a time when the blind man takes your warm sins, don't you see? Gotta make it somehow on the dreams you still believe. Don't give it up. You got an empty cup that only love can fill. Only love to feel Walking all morning Walking all night I can't see much difference Between the dark and light And I taste the rain I feel the wind Never in my mind To cause such pain Comes a time When the blind man Takes your senses Don't you see Gotta make it somehow all the dreams you still believe Don't give it up Got an empty cup That only love can fill Only love can fill 
shades there Just let me ride You get so far away From how it feels inside You can't let go Cause you're afraid to fall But the day may come When you can't feel it all Comes a time When the blind man Takes your arms Says don't you see the dreams you still believe don't give it up you got an empty that only love can fill only love can fill
Well, welcome back. That, I mean, it was beautiful. What a, I mean, that song, the lyrics are, the lyrics transcend, right? And amazing. Well, you know, and Jerry, you know, when he gets into the tunes, like especially he did in those years, you know, of it, there comes a time that I heard in 94, I'm sure it was nothing compared to the ones they sung in 71. But uh, it was just beautiful, but uh, that was great. Thanks. Absolutely. So I'm going to ask you a question. This is my second time asking this question to a guest on the show. And, I mean, it can be considered a little dark, but I don't think it is dark. I think it's it's a celebration of life. So I want to ask you, so this is your eulogy. Your friends are pulling it together. There's so many songs to choose from that lyrics fit, you know, people's philosophies and their lives. But tell me, you, you could pick one. What what mm. song is it going to be? Wow. Um well, I certainly wouldn't want anything leaving people sad or giving them a reason, any more reason to be upset. Um, I really am a big fan of Two Souls and Communion because I've had conversations with multiple people where, you know, we all you know, have different uh, meanings to the song, but I find that it, it talks about, you know, you and your, your maker. But that being said, that's, I think I would have to go with Ripple because I could see people at the end of Ripple, la da 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 you know, and, and, and holding hands and just, um, you know, you find your own way home. If I, you know, if I could take you, I would show you. And I think that would be a beautiful way to say goodbye until next time. Uh, you know, I totally agree. And for people who are welcoming back to the podcast with Wendy and I, our first one, we brought up Ripple because um, that my aunt, Auntie Annie, who's now hit almost every uh, podcast because she is the one who brought me into the fold. That was always her song. So I think that awesome. is awesome. And I think what we talked about is I was looking for a cool Ripple, a Ripple that resonates. And then we decided, let's just throw on the studio recording, which is the first time I put a studio recording on to the show. But mm, um, yeah. You know, it, it doesn't get any better than that. It's clear. It's just, nope. it's, it's what it's supposed to be. I agree with you. You know, the boys were practicing. You know, there's these songs, they, they get an idea, they mess around with it at home, but they take it to the studio, you know, and they practice. And these guys, they were hard workers. That's why they were so great at what they did. You know, they practiced for hours and hours and hours. So those studio albums, you know, my favorite Dark Star is off a studio album, to be honest with you. Uh, the short well, one's only think, like two minutes, but I love it. It's perfect. Well, and I think sometimes you have two, three, four minutes for a song, and I think the studio albums, in my opinion, are kind of awesome for introducing people. Like, there's been people who haven't necessarily been on board with the dead, and then I play them Shakedown Street studio version or something along those lines. Sure. And you're like, yeah. check this out. You know, Uncle John's band studio version. Mm. Like, three minutes, there's no jams in space. You get where they're going. You get the lyrics. And, sure. I mean, I, you know, I sell wine, and so, I mean, I'm, I've drank wine from all over the world for 20-some-odd years, and the analogy wow, I nice. make to it is like a – you know, starting off with a Moscato or something before you drink, you know, old Bordeaux, you know. I mean, you know, you start somewhere, and sometimes yeah. you're in the mood for a studio version, and sometimes you're in the mood for, you know, a 12-minute jam, and it's all about, like, the yeah. moment and what you're into. So, right on. Well, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Well, I'm now going to play Ripple, and this is from American Beauty. So let's mm, all beautiful. enjoy a little Ripple.
my words did glow With the gold of sunshine And my tunes were played On the harp of strung Would you hear my voice Come through the music Would you hold it near As it were your own It's a hand-me-down The thoughts are broken Perhaps they're better Left unsung I don't know Don't really care Let there be songs To fill the air Ripple in still water When there is no pebble tossed No wind to blow out your hand If your cup be empty If your cup is full May it be again Let it be known There is a fountain That was not made By the hands of men There is a road No simple highway Between the dawn And the dark of night And if you go No one may follow That path is for Your steps alone Ripple in still water When there is no pebble tossed No wind to blow You choose To lead must follow But if You fall, you fall alone If you should stand Then who's to guide you? If I knew the way I would take you home La da 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 La da 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 American Beauty, just, I mean, an all-time classic. Classic, classic, classic. Ah, you can't top it. This is as good as it gets to me. So, okay, I have last question for you for today's podcast, and that is, all right, you're at a show, you know, you're, you're seeing Dead and Company, or you're at the Grateful Dead concerts, and, you know, they're coming back for an encore, the show is ending. 
Mm. What would you want them to pull out of their pocket? Like, what's that song that's, like, the topper for you? Okay. Um, well, you know, that has actually changed throughout my life, to be honest with you. Um, there were times when, <laughs> yeah, you know, there were times the when, uh, like, maybe, good, you know, uh, Wish You Good Night. I liked that for a while. Then there was a time where I uh, broke down Palace. But actually, I think now... Um, and for a long time, addicts of my life, you know, a good addicts at the end of a show, I don't think there's any more beautiful way to say goodbye than addicts of my life. I mean, that just, uh, I don't know, a, a show closed with addicts brings tears to my eyes, I'm going to say, every time. That's awesome. It's it's the cherry on the Sunday, you know, and I'm, right. I'm thinking yeah. about the songs that we, uh, I'm thinking about your soundtrack, and it's going to be so fun going through this journey and talking to all different people from all over. And we have two American Beauties and Comes a Time. You're a very, um, you're, you're a soulful guy, right? I mean, these are all like very deep lyrics, very, you know, soulful. And looking at our, our selection tonight, that's, uh, that's cool. I think it's a, it's a representation of you, Sam. Well, thank you very much for doing that. I think it's a great idea. And, and you're right. You know, I do put a lot of thought, like everybody does, I'm sure, most people into the Grateful Dead songs. Because they, I feel, you know, they helped change me and save me. You know, when I was growing up as a child, you know, I'd never really had a feeling of a really close family feeling, just uh, different things, you know, that, you know, that were going on. But once I started going to the shows with the same people over and over, and I went on my first tour, I understood what people meant by family, and I had a family, and I still am in touch with those people today. So, I, yeah, I love this band. I take them seriously, of course. Yeah, that. You know, like they say, they're not the the best at what they do. They're the only ones at what they do. Absolutely. Well, it is a religion of sorts. You know, I uh, I've been reading. You must have this. I'm going to bring this up because, and then we're going to play addicts, and then we will bid you adieu. But have you? You must have. Do you have the annotations book, the David Dodd annotations yes. book? Yes, I actually do. Okay. The David Dodd one. Yeah, so that that's the Bible, right, for the religion? Like, I, it's the first yeah. hard copy book I've bought in, I don't know, 10 years. I bought the Kindle version and then was like, no, 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 this is not a digital book. Like, this is, I need to refer to this. This is this is like a Bible. It's, I mean, amazing. Yeah, it's beautiful. It really is. You know, that book and the Grateful Dead Almanac, not the Almanac they, you, they come out with monthly, but they came out with like an actual book. Um, and it, and it had every song that was ever played in any order. You know, it'll tell you, Ico was played twice coming out of space, 85, 89. Uh, Shakedown Street was played 37 times. And each time, and it tells you the song before and after, like everything about every song. It's, but just it's so in, fun. you know, how it's played. Yeah, so it's very hard to find, but it's a great thing to look for if you can find it. I will look for it. Well, yeah. so it's like science, art, you know, spirituality. I mean, it's just like fun, party. It's, just like everything all together, right? Everything everything we want. Well, to me, it's all about the people, you know, to be honest. And I feel that, you know, like Bobby, he told a story the other day, and it sounded like, you know, it's almost like he was saying, you know, we started the Grateful Dead, but we're not the Grateful Dead. You are. You know, the music yeah. is never going to stop as long as we keep coming and listening to it, no matter who's playing it, you know. I mean, but Jerry isn't here anymore. Jerry... Everybody loved Jerry, you know, and loved him because of what he had. He's not here anymore, but yet we're still going and hearing beautiful music. And hopefully that'll continue forever because the stories they tell and the lessons that they teach 
they're eternal, you know, I mean, and they, they give you the Absolutely. answers. Yeah, they and, yeah and the questions keep changing. All right, man, well, yeah. I'm going to go into addicts, and we can, uh, you know, let's, we'll sign off now, because I think we, uh, I think we've good. talked about everything we want to talk about, and, you know, I am so excited to see you down the road, and I thank you for being, you know, again, my, this is the fourth podcast, the second right. person that isn't a family or friend, and you are the first person that, you know, I met out there in the scene doing this, and I really appreciate it. This is uh, this is so much fun, and uh, thank you very much. And I know you're going you're on welcome. tour, and I'm going to see you in Fenway, and yeah. you're just going all over. So, I mean, just just have the best time. Be safe and have fun. Absolutely, for sure. And, you're, you know, good luck. I wish the best of luck to you. Um, it's been a pleasure, and, uh, you know, I'm honored. I wanted you to be the first person. I'm sure you'll do well with it, and I wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much. Well, they say do what you love, and this is pure passion, so right on. All right, so Addicts of Our Life. We're going to play Addicts of Our Life, and All right. uh, enjoy. Okay, thanks. See, Bye. See you on the road. Bye.
listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Larry Mishkin, and I'd like to invite you to join Rob Hunt and me on our weekly podcast, The Deadhead Cannabis Show. Each week, we explore the latest cannabis and jam band news and reminisce with other deadheads and jam band lovers about the great musical acts that we've seen and heard. Check out a new episode every Monday.